Let's get ready to nibble and chew upon this remarkable banquet, because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. stories written and performed exclusively for the show and then dispersed with resplendently remarkable music. So sit back and kick off your shoes and allow your soul to be infused by our unique and innovative storytelling because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Snow by Rob Lewis. The sun is out, and the snow has that sparkle like the first day of creation. There is nobody at the top station, I'm the first. In front of me, fields of powder snow freshly fallen. I set off, gingerly at first. Will there be ice? the first turn. Oh, so careful. Then I'm smoothly round and into the next one. Oh my God, it's so light and fluffy. I can dance in it. I'm Nijinsky, magnificent. I whoop triumphantly. I fall flat on my face, underestimating a hidden mogul. But soon I'm up again, laughing at my vanity. Say, you're doing it wrong. I'm at my best, I'm 
creeks and the dead beats. I'm taking my time sitting on park benches and all the glamour, it all starts down here. This is where the trends begin. Life's a canvas and I'm on it. Nobody tells me I can. Nobody tells me I shan't. No one to say, you're doing it wrong. I'm at my best, I'm where I belong, alone. I like it. Butterfly Effect The butterfly flapped its wings in the Amazon forest. Big, soft, silken wings of yellow and blue. The breeze from them woke the logger from his slumber, and bad-tempered he drove too fast into the nearest town, where he had a blazing row with the storekeeper. This large-boned woman couldn't keep her mind on the message she had to send to her cousin, who was a fisherman in the Gulf of Mexico, giving him the coordinates of his position. That led him to ram the high-powered speedboat, carrying all the oil executives and forcing them into the burning ocean. The road wound through the barren Afghan mountains with occasional valleys of brilliant green. Jonathan stopped the VW van by the side of the road in the fading light. We sleep here. He was all right inside the vehicle, but I'd be in a tent. A grizzled, beturbaned local approached, squatted by our meagre fire. Have you got a gun? he asked, using a big stick and a small one to mime. Difficult question. Do you say yes, and he returns later to steal it? Or no? 
and he comes back to kill you. Didn't get much rest that night. The English naval officer fell so deeply in love there was no turning back. Aziyade was 18 and married to a pasha. They made love secretly in a boat off the coast of Salonika and in a house he rented in Eup, Turkish rugs on the floor, braziers to keep away the cold Constantinople nights. The cry of the muezzin mingled with her gasps of ecstasy. But he was called away. Her husband was to find out, and the lovers would both perish. She shut up in a wooden house, and he on the battlefield, fighting against the Russians. This is Cone Radio on 106.6 FM, and you're listening to Onions, written by Rob Lewis. It's your Bill's big bag of onions. No one likes us, I don't know why. We may not be perfect, but heaven knows we try. But all around, even our old friends put us down Let's drop the big one and see what happens We give them money, but are they grateful? No, they're spiteful and they're hateful They don't respect us, so let's surprise them We'll drop the big one pulverize them Asia's crowded, Europe's too old Africa's far too hot and Canada's too cold and South America 
stole our name Let's drop the big one There'll be no one left to blame us We'll save Australia Don't want to hurt no kangaroo We'll build an all-American amusement park there They got surfing too She was sitting on the park bench when the man sidled up to her. He must have been twenty years older than her and badly needed a shave. Clearly he was staying in a hostel in that part of the city. She concentrated determinedly on the book she was reading, but soon it was obvious that he was going to speak to her as he edged ever closer. What to do? Could she nonchalantly vacate the bench and just merge into the Sunday crowd? No, she braved it out and politely answered his question. And that is how I met my wife. Hero. The portly gentleman gazed down at the crowds of angry demonstrators from his horse. The medals glinted on his chest, awarded for battles where his men had sacrificed themselves and were now forgotten. His misdeeds had also passed into oblivion. Slavery, exploitation, torture of innocence. He chuckled inwardly 
They could knock him down, throw him into the river, put him into the museum, gnash their teeth over his crimes, but his legacy lived on in the hearts and actions of today's leaders and haters. That was all that mattered anyway. Our equestrian statue was and is vindicated day after day. Roses are red. Roses are red, violets are blue, and with a face like yours you belong in the zoo, read the valentine. It had been sent by Phil, spotty and awkward, 13 years old, to Vanessa, his classmate. She and her friends sneered or shrugged their bony shoulders in the direction of Phil and his cohorts. Fast forward four years, and Philip now saw something else in Vanessa, who had really and truly blossomed. Be my Valentine, read that year's offering. But what he hadn't realised, of course, was that Vanessa was now dating that pretty girl Zainab from the year below. Listening to Cone Radio 106.6 FM, and this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Just as the tall tree stands, I'm moved by daily passion. Just as the sky's a roof that's over our head. Just as we navigate the shoals of those discussions There's no more rights to wrong, a meeting in our heads All we ever needed is in this place Ah, I'm rolling back 
I did circumstance, the feelings that I show. I did some desert time, a slowing down the mind. And then I caught a wave to carry me back. All we ever needed is in this place. A cherry picker reaching right and back The Stargazers My Pat Bloss and Rob Lewis Joan and Beryl had been stargazers since junior school. Now, late forties, married with kids, their passion was still their relentless search for new stars. Every Friday, they met at the local chippy, drove to their favourite dark secluded spot and waited. Is that... No. Look, there, there. Joan pointed a greasy finger. Is that? Yes, said Beryl agog. It's George Clooney. Didn't we get him last year? Joan leafed through her dog-eared exercise book. Still, it's better than nothing, said Beryl, popping in another chip as George hopped onto his Vespa and sped away into the night. listening to Bill's Big Bag of Onions, and this is a special edition featuring the 100-word stories of one of our Istanbul-based onionistas, Rob Lewis. first time because my life depends on it. Tell Carla to meet me in front of the cathedral at that little bistro. She knows the name. Bring the stuff there. But this is vitally important. Keep to the alleyways and make sure she isn't followed. She has to wear a beret and flat shoes and to whistle Lily Bolero as she approaches. Got it? A 
can't repeat anything. There's no time to lose, not a single second. I'm cutting out right now. Okie dokie. What was that? You're on mute. Are the hardest days, don't you worry anymore. Cause when life looks like easy street, there is danger at your door. Now think this through with me. Let me know your mind. Oh, what I want to know is, are you kind? Now it's a buck. Answer's choice, my friend, better take my advice You know all the rules by now and the fire from the ice Now will you come with me? Won't you come with me? Oh, oh I want to know How does the song go? Welcome to the world of global digital retail, a world of possibilities into which one is born every minute. Welcome to the world of Lord David Price. Whether it be underprivileged Nigerians working in call centres in Lagos, or Polish food cosmeticians turning plain fish into Scottish salmon in Warsaw, or Price University's research bolstering China's claim to the South China Sea, behind it all is global digital retail. Behind it all is one man's vision. As Lord David says, if there are people out there so desperate to fulfill their dreams, then there are opportunities aplenty to assure those people that their dreams will come true. Through innovation and fabrication, literally anything is possible. Any aspiration can be turned into income. Any amount of wealth can be transferred to new ownership. There is no high bar. There is no low bar. There is just global digital retail. Who is behind the redirection of Turkish water away from Palestinian land and into Israeli settlements? Who turned farmland in Hungary, Indonesia over to agribusiness so it can grow coffee beans for export to the developed world? Who turned the South American rainforests into toilet paper for the Japanese? Who turned Cone Radio into a conduit for converting so many ill-gotten gains into simply gotten gains? Remember this, in a world of scandal, corruption and fraud, there is but one constant, and that is Lord David Price and Global Digital Retail. 
high smile. It was her smile which I noticed on the journey to Koh Samui. That and the way our eyes kept meeting. We were in a group of Thai girls and foreign guys heading for a long weekend of lust and bongs in straw huts. This being 1977, we took the simple ferry to the island, the blue water and the green of the palm trees. The pretty girl and I exchanged glances again. Clearly there was a chemistry between us. But as the boat left the dock, she was draped across the thighs of the American. After all, he had paid for her. gone on mound to merch Rochelle said her dad on his farm outside Tulsa Oklahoma the teenager looked sullenly at farmer Sven Svensson she only really thought of Minecraft playing it endlessly at all hours study that was a million miles from her thoughts at all times if you want to be a doctor or an attorney you have to go the distance it's perspiration not inspiration you need to sweat, girl, or you won't be worth a hell of beans. Rochelle took it to heart, and five years later, she was working at the Heinz factory, known locally as the sweatshop. Listening to Onions, written by Rob Lewis. I work from 
Penny was well-groomed, going to a job interview, entering Marble Arch tube station. Just then, a raucous laugh behind her, and she saw a delivery van revving up and disappearing around the corner. There'd been a thump as an egg smashed into the back of her head. "'It's not your day, love,' said a passing man. Fast forward 18 months, and Penny was round a campfire, 1,500 miles away, hobnobbing with some Brits. "'I used to drive a van around London,' said one. "'Got bored, threw exit people.' Penny was waiting next morning as he emerged from the shower. The Russian girl gazed out from the Turkish island. She was 16 and had escaped from Moscow by the skin of her teeth, hidden away on a barge, aided by the English soldier and adventurer. The revolution had culled all her aristocratic family. Now there was no going back, so she would go forward and embrace the world. Constantinople and its islands could not contain her. Her father had survived working as a tea taster in Ceylon. So she would head eastwards to India, and then where? It didn't really matter now. The world truly was her delicious, succulent oyster. These are very lovely onions written by human beings. I am a human being. The writers are only allowed to use 100 words. We call it an onion. Animals are not able to use ironic labels. 
like onion, when what you are listening to is in fact not a vegetable. Indeed, animals are not able to write onions, but they do eat vegetables. This is a show for human beings. I am a human being. said boo to a goose. She sat quietly by the fire, minding her own business. In fact, John and Frida had forgotten whose auntie she was. She was just Auntie Mabel, who knitted socks and went off to bed at ten o'clock. So the family took off, to avoid the pandemic, to their holiday cottage. And when they were halfway there, Frida said aloud, got a nagging feeling. The kids just shrugged. John had to return eight months later, in November, to check everything was okay. As he turned the key in the lock, what was that smell?
the god of small things. The smell of coffee brewing. The sight of a sunbeam on the corner of the Turkish rug. A robin on the tree opposite feathers ruffled. The cat's mouth so pink and cavernous in its yawn. A favourite song heard as if for the first time. A laugh from a loved one in another room. If lockdown has taught us anything, it is to appreciate these instants, these nothing moments, these infinitesimal and yet almost endless reminders that our lives, though without great importance in the grand scheme of things, have as much significance as that of kings, queens or emperors. circle in the forest glade, their white bodies reached by the faint October sunshine through the bare branches. They glistened in the dew. And their flesh promised much, giving a little, but firm, with a promise of secret places yet untouched. No movement was noticed under their carpet of autumn leaves, no stretching, no writhing about, and yet you had the feeling that at any moment the orgy would begin. They looked so tasty, so ready for it, ripe to be nibbled. And then they arrived, the mushroom pickers with their little knives and their baskets. You have been listening to another fine crop of Bill's Big Bag of Onions.
why don't you grow an onion? Just get in touch with either Colne Radio directly or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. Remember, your microfiction must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. Be seeing you. Bill's Big Bag of Onions is a guppy production for Colne Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. Rob Lewis